Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee. And today I am speaking with Josh Shaw, CEO of Mission Athlete Care in New York City. Josh co-founded the brand that focuses on thermoregulation technologies in 2009 with a group of professional athletes, Dwayne Wade, Serena Williams, David Wright of the New York Mets, and Mia Hamm. Mr. Shaw was a finalist for the Ernst Young Entrepreneur of the Year Award in 2015. And as for Mission, the company is expanding its reach into apparel this month with its Vapor Active line of underwear, socks, and base layer using, using patented 37.5 technology. Good afternoon, Josh. What has been your biggest challenge over the last seven years with Mission, and can you offer our listeners some insight about the company's uh, trajectory over the, next, over, the next, over the next period and goals for the next five years? Absolutely. Well, first off, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be part of this. Um, you know, I, it's interesting. The biggest challenge, I would say, for any entrepreneur, but certainly for us, has been around prioritizing opportunities. We are, we are opportunity-rich, as we like to call it, and it really comes down to picking the best path, and like any investor, the one that will reap the most rewards. And so not dissimilar from what uh, you know, a private equity shop or venture capital shop or any investor would do, as an entrepreneur, you have to you have to pick your path, and you have to analyze what the potential ROI can be for you on that path. And so, I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges for us, or has been, I should say, and for any entrepreneur. And as you grow as a business, the opportunities just get larger. And so, it's not as though that problem goes away; it just becomes a a, a bigger part of your day to day activities to make sure you're spending your time and your company's resources in the right place. And what about, what, how do you see the next five years? What, what, what are your, some of your, a couple of your goals for the company? Yeah, as, as you said when you kicked off the, the, uh, the conversation, we are pioneering what we call thermoregulation, which at the end of the day is about temperature control technologies that help athletes and active consumers perform, recover, and rehab more safely. Uh, and so that's a, that's a broad statement, and there's a lot of interesting sectors within thermoregulation whether that's accessories or gear or tracking or even sports medicine, there are a handful of very relevant and topical categories that connect to temperature directly. And so our goal is to be the global leader of thermoregulation. We think it's a multi-billion dollar opportunity over the next three to five years, and we have every intent of leading the charge. Okay. And, and can you talk about missions, various alliances, endorsements with professional athletes? I mean, are these people, are these players, equity stakeholders in the company? or And, and how do you establish business relationships with them? Yeah, uh, in many ways, the athletes are the heart and soul of this business. Uh, they're, they're at the DNA level with us. We've been very fortunate to have partners like Dwayne Wade and Serena Williams and Mia Hamm and David Wright, John Tavares, and, and most recently Carly Lloyd and David Villa. Uh, these are truly best of the best. I mean, the top gun, if you will, of the athletic world. And they're not just incredible people on the field or on the court. They're equal, if not more impressive, off the field and off the court. And so we've been very lucky to have such an incredible partners in the business. And they're all equity partners. As, as you alluded to, every one of them has equity in the business. It's something that I felt very strongly about early on when I started the company. Um, I've always been a big believer in participation and, and, and partnership. And uh, this is my third venture. And every one of my past ventures has had a similar mentality where all employees are shareholders, everybody wins together. And so when it came time to launch Mission, 
looking at the world of celebrity and athletes, it was so obvious that many of the big companies out there rent athletes for their celebrity, disproportionately benefit from their celebrity, and then move on. And I felt as though my philosophy, coupled with the dynamic within the athletic world or the pro-athlete world, was a perfect match to say, hey, enough of that. Let's bring athletes into the equity structure and give them a piece of the rock. Let them be equity owners in this business. So when we hit it, we all win together. So do you continue to actively pursue additional athlete endorsers, or you think you have enough a stable big enough now that you're happy with it? Uh, no, no, we uh, we absolutely have more coming. We've uh, we just announced two last uh, last month, okay. David Villa as well as Carly Lloyd, and we have a few more coming later this year. We'll continue to add. You know, we, it's a it's a very intentional process. We've been we're very selective. We have a high standard for who we bring into the family and uh, and onto the mission team. We've we've um, turned down many over the years, and so the ones we do have on board and work with are intentional in terms of how we want to work and who we want to work with. Now, what about the uh, the efforts that Mission's undertaking in terms of branding? You know, will this be accelerated now that the company has an apparel line? And will there be any branding during professional sports events? I know that it's my understanding that some of the larger brands can block some of the other brands from showing their brand uh, during sports events. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. From a branding perspective, we are, a, we are absolutely a millennial brand with dynamic and creative and really disruptive marketing. And we're focused on delivering the most advanced technologies and equally as importantly, telling the athletes in the world about those technologies. And so, you know, from a branding perspective, I actually think it plays really well into our favor that we're a young, high-growth, uh, dynamic millennial brand. And most of the bigs out there are, are more of kind of the, you know, the older school, if you will. And they're not as dialed into the digital social age like we are. And so I think we have a huge advantage there. You know, when it comes to pro sporting events, you'll see our brand pop up all over the place, not because we're focused on it, but because almost every league has players who love our products, whether it's our cooling towels, our cooling helmet liners, uh, cooling sleeves, headbands, wristbands. I mean, it's amazing to watch an NBA game or an NFL game or, or MLB and see players who we have, we have no relationship to just you know, actively using our products because they functionally and fundamentally serve their needs. So the answer is we have no intent right now of, of, of going head-to-head and, and, and buying rights at the league level. But at the same time, you know, we are very happy to see athletes at every level, high school, college, and pro, going after our product and using it in-game because it works. Now, also, I know that you have, uh, your distribution includes Dick's Sporting Goods. You, you distribute, uh, distribute your product online. But now that you have, now that you have a performance apparel line, you know, how will Mission compete against your larger rivals? Or maybe you won't, Under Armour, Nike, and Adidas. You know, we, we look at the landscape a bit differently. I have a ton of respect for what Phil Knight did at Nike. I mean, as an entrepreneur, it's, it's, it's awesome. I love what, um, what Kevin Plank has done at Under Armour. Equally, if not more impressive, what he built from scratch. We think about the competitive landscape a bit differently. You know, I think probably there's, there's, there's three parts to that answer. We are maniacally focused on thermoregulation. 1,000% of our time, energy, and resources focused on how do we bring temperature technologies to bear on the athletic and, and active lifestyles for performance, recovery, and safety. And so it's simply not the case at the bigs. They have way too many things on their plate, and it's much more of an afterthought where I, I, I and my team believe temperature is the entire focus and future for our business and really the next frontier of performance. And so while it's not really a focus for the bigs, at some point it probably will be, if not soon. But for the time being, we are the only player with 100% focus on it. 
Secondly, we have incredible flexibility. I mean, in many ways, similar to what Under Armour was 15, 16, 17 years ago when they were just getting started. We're highly flexible, highly nimble, and super fast. We can take a product from idea or concept to shelf and webpage in under six months. And the bigs are just not equipped to do that. They're saddled with process and protocol and bureaucracy. Not to mention they, they have all the joys of being a public company, SEC reporting and shareholder matters and all of that fun stuff. So <clears throat> I think the second key differentiator for us is we're incredibly flexible and nimble the way Nike and Under Armour probably were in their first five to 10 years. And so I think that's a big advantage. And then third is we have an athlete and technology first mentality. So we put the athlete and technology first above everything else. All we care about is delivering best-in-class technology for the best athletes in the world. That certainly comes with, you know, advantages and disadvantages. But for the most part, we believe that mentality and that approach will win in the, in the long run. Take, for example, our, our new VaporActive technology is a, is a testament to this, this athletes and technology first mentality. The vast majority of the bigs use topically applied solutions to their garments to deliver short-lived cooling benefits. The problem is that washes out after 25 to 50 mm. washes. So it literally quits on the athlete. Our temperature technologies are embedded at the fiber level in all of our products. So they never wash out, therefore they never quit. And so I think the, the, the vast majority of consumers don't realize that a lot of the products they're buying the efficacy washes out after a period of time. Ours is, is, is exact opposite. We're, we're permanent. We never quit. And so, you know, we think that's probably a, a place where, where we really stand head and shoulders from a competitive landscape perspective. So kind of in sum, you'd say we're maniacally focused on thermo. It's a thousand percent of what we do day in and day out. We're incredibly flexible, and we put athletes and technology first. And uh, just one question, follow up to what you said about getting products to market in six months. Is that because you're domestically manufacturing or because you have a quicker supply chain, or how do you do that? It's a combination of things. We, we source globally, but it's more a function of not having you know 15 layers and 100 departments and thousands of steps to go through. It's quite literally the, the benefit of being a young, nimble, flexible company that can that can take something from concept on a whiteboard through design, through development, to production and to market or to web and shelf in a compressed timeline that is probably a fraction, 20% or 25% of what the normal timelines are for the bigs. And so finally today, um, Josh, you know, I, I've seen that I talked before about the distribution, but I see that your products distribution now range from sporting good retailers to home improvement and home goods chains such as Bed Bath & Beyond. Is this a strategy or will this be altered as the apparel business grows and other new and finally other new product categories being developed developed right now for future seasons? Great question. I mean, probably the easiest way to understand our distribution is the the breadth and depth of our line is really held exclusively for sporting goods and sports specialty. So the, the broadest assortment of our technologies and our range of accessories and gear really lives in the pinnacle distribution of sporting goods and sports specialty. And then there are, there are select items within that assortment, call it half a dozen. So literally you have an assortment of maybe 200 available SKUs for our sporting goods retailers. You have six that are available to non-sporting goods. So we take a significant subset and offer those to our non-sporting goods retailers who are incredibly important to us, but have a different need base, if you will, with their customers than the hardcore on-the-field athlete. And so that has proved to be very beneficial. We've got tremendous relationships both in sport and out of sport with our, with our retailers. And then as we move the brand forward and start to look at new categories, 
whether it's tracking or sports medicine or even hydration, you know, things that are relevant and direct hits for thermal regulation, we'll continue to assess how we divide the, the, the or product sort, if you will, our distribution strategy. Well, thank you for your insights today, Josh. Uh, you've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.